All right, what's up, y'all? It's Life Partner Gang here. I'm James. I'm Tina. And we are checking in for the next episode. We are here to talk about a really bad word. The D word. Yeah, it's a D word, and we ain't being nasty like some of y'all <laughs> thinking out there. Uh, we ain't talking about that D word, none of you eggplant folks. We are talking about divorce. Um, and I don't know what it is. Like, there's a lot of a lot of breakups happening in 2020. I don't know if it's the quarantine, if people are just like something's in the water, but um, people are truly ending their relationships, it seems like, at a alarming rate. And um, there are a couple of examples I want to talk about, but then also get into like your thoughts on divorce, because I don't know how you feel about divorce. We've actually never talked about that. Because where you going? I mean, <laughs> I ain't going nowhere, but like you, you know what I'm saying? You might try to, you know, pull up one day and then I come home and everything is gone. The kids <laughs> is gone and I get some paperwork or something like Whatever. that. So. I should have asked that question before we got married. But Probably. It would have been a good one. I digress. We are here. You ain't going nowhere now. Um, I got friends that help hide the body, so if you try to bounce, we got you. Anyways, um, back to the LPG. So let's let's get into some of these recent breakups. So we got Cardi B and Offset, been married since 2017. Um, and, uh, like, this is black love, so we hate to see people, um, you know, breaking up black families because there ain't a lot of us out there. So right. we want them to be together. We have um, Ray J and Princess Love who've had an up-and-down situation uh, since 2016. You got Fetty Wap and his wife. I didn't even know Fetty Wap was married. Wait a minute, who? <laughs> <laughs> I thought Cuz was still in the little love triangle with Masika right. and the other girl. Um, but apparently he got married last year, and his wife wow. just filed for divorce. And then we got uh, funny man Tracy Morgan and his wife Megan, who've been together since 2015, oh boy. also um, filing for divorce. So it's a lot going on. It's in the water right now. Uh, we don't want to drink any of that, but nah. Um, like, what do you think? Is it quarantine that that's causing people to break up, or are there deeper issues here? Um, I think it's both. I think, of course, it's deep. It's obviously deeper issues because you know to make a decision to be divorced is a huge one. But I think those deeper issues are being brought to the surface because of quarantine. It is a lot to have been, you know, in the house for the last what. Six to seven months, however long we've been here, I don't lost count. All 2020. But, <laughs> but with someone that, you know, you don't vibe with, you don't communicate with, you don't agree with, you don't get along with. Um, and you can't run from that. You can't, you know, go hang out with your friends. You can't, you know, go to a bar, or to a club or, or, you know, out, whatever your vice is or, you know, how you, you get away. You can't get away to the gym. You can't get away. You have to, you have to deal with those issues within the side, within the walls of your home and, it's it's challenging for couples who do love each other, do like each other. I mean, we've had our moments where it's been like, look, I'm sick of this house and I'm sick of you. And I like you very much. I love you very <laughs> much. But it has, we've had our moments. Yeah. So I can only imagine being stuck in a house with someone that I literally do not like. Like you can't. It's hard to survive that. Yeah. And I, I think <clears throat> those are great points. And I think with the the quarantine aspect of it, like, you know, there's no... There's no escaping anything anymore. Like whatever the issues are, you have to face them because there's nowhere to go. It's right there, in, right your there in your face and it's in your face every day. Um, so I think you have to be strong in dealing with that. And I think also there's like before when you could get out the house freely, there was at least an outlet. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like if you wanted to go to the gym or if you wanted to go on a trip or if you wanted to go hang out with your friends and y'all have like a little girls trip, guys trip, whatever, you could do that. Today, it's harder to do that and to move around. So it's putting people in situations where they need to face each other. Yep. But at the same time, too, like when I'm seeing people getting divorced who've been together a year, like in Fetty Wap's case, two years, three years, like in Cardi B in them cases, like 
man, did y'all really try? Like, there's, you know, when Cardi comes out, like, she she came out and said that it wasn't infidelity. It wasn't that, you know, that the whole baby story that somebody made up wasn't true. It wasn't any of that. And really was, like, she just wanted her peace. And they were arguing all the time, and they couldn't they couldn't see eye to eye, and she feels that they've grown apart. Mm. I mean, but growing apart in three years, that just seems kind of crazy to me that you would grow apart in three like years. Like, where you're all you together. Yeah, <laughs> you can't work that out. You can't figure it out because it's just not easy. No, it's not. But I think... And, of course, everything is subjective. We're on the outside looking in. Sure. I imagine that in a situation like Cardi B and Offset, you know, they are very A-list celebrities. They have very busy schedules between touring and shooting videos and photo shoots and all of that stuff. So I imagine that from the very beginning of their relationship to now or up until the point of quarantine, there wasn't just a lot of time where their day-to-day was spent together. That's a good point. So to take them from... They, they were probably essentially in a long-distance relationship. And being in a long-distance relationship and then being in a relationship where you're literally in the house together every single day, that's a different ball game. It is. And it shows you, you know, size of a person that you've never seen and you have to get it, you essentially have to get to know the person all over again or in a much, much deeper way. And that can bring some some stuff to like that to light that some people are just like, nah. Yeah, that's actually a good point and one that I didn't even really think that much about. And I think we could we can relate to that point, too, because, you know, we were in a long distance relationship with me traveling so much for for work and, um, you know, going back and forth. And then we came to L.A. because one, you know, the opportunity was out here. But then, two, we didn't want to go into 2020 in a long distance relationship for our family anymore. Right. Um, and we and had it, to get to know each other all over again yeah. and, you know, get our rhythm back. So it was still like, you know, the first quarter of the year, it was still like, you're still trying to figure this it is out. weird. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it went from, you know, Monday through Thursday, like my life is, I go to work and I come home Well, I go to my hotel room. I call y'all, talk to y'all till y'all go to sleep. And then I'm, I'm in a bed to myself. I get to do whatever I want for the rest of the day. For the rest of the night, I'm in a different time zone. Yeah. Wake up, do it the next thing. Come home on the weekends. We, we like have we our spending time together, time but together. it was still, it was just a different vibe. Yeah. To being home with somebody, you know, every single day, and you have fallen back into, I guess, your your bachelor living ways, just putting stuff wherever you wanted to put it, oh, never finding the laundry basket. There you That's go. another talk for there another day, go. though. <laughs> but it's, it's different. So, And you just never know somebody for real until you live with them. Yes. You just you just don't. Not saying that they didn't live together prior to quarantine, but I still imagine that there was not a lot of time in the house together. I, I just don't think that. Yeah, not with their lifestyle. Mm-mm. Like, they're, they're, they make their money on the road. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? They, they gone probably... 70% of the year just touring and doing shows and recording all of that stuff. And now so y'all home. Now you home and you stuck. stuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing to be stuck with somebody you like. It's a whole different thing to be stuck with somebody you don't like. Um, or don't know. Or don't know. Um, and I think for them, you know, with it being so early on, it's like, well, like, did y'all spend enough time trying to get, it, get to know each other in the beginning? Or did you rush into this relationship and, and this marriage. And I don't know, maybe they felt like they, they were good. But when I just hear things like we've grown apart, like we all grow. Who you were five years ago is not who you are today. Who I was five years ago, who I was two years ago is not who I am today. I've evolved as a human. I'm, I'm interested in things that I wasn't interested in then. That's okay. 
what I need to do though is as I'm evolving and as I'm growing, like I've decided to be with you. So like if things are changing about me, like talking about that with you. Right. You know what I mean? And making sure that you're able to come along with me in that journey. Right. And if you disagree about certain things, like, okay, well let's talk about it and let's figure out, you know, how do we come together and work on these things collectively? Whereas it can't just be well, I'm on a whole different wave now, <laughs> and <laughs> you still back there, so we need to get divorced. I just think that's a cop-out, and it's quitting. Well, see, here's the thing. Uh, you know, people, love is fleeting, and, you know, the excitement and, you know, the newness of love most times is enough, and, the, you know, the fieriness of it is enough to get you down the aisle. Um, you know, so love is enough to get married, but love ain't going to keep you married. No. Because like everything else in life, love comes in waves. You fall in and out of love over and over again through the course of your marriage. Um, and it, it, it requires you to make a choice every single day to continue to fight for your marriage, to continue to fight, you know, to keep the fire burning and all of those things. So, you know, the, the excitement, you know, getting down the aisle, that's the easy part. That's yeah. the fun part. Yep. Getting down the aisle, you know, the nice wedding, the beautiful dress, the everybody excited and celebrating with you and, you know, that, that is the easy part. Um, the real work comes in, you know, the days, the weeks, the months after. And I think that's what messes most people up. They get married for love. Great. But love ain't going to keep you married. And that can't, that can't just be it. And, like, it's, like, with marriage, it's all the shit that people don't see. People right. see the wedding. They see the lead up to the wedding. They see the pictures you post on Instagram. They see you know, all of that type of stuff. They might see you in, in a public setting every now and then, y'all go out on a double date. But even that, that's not what keeps it going. It's all mm -hmm. that stuff when people ain't around, yeah. when they're not watching. Like, what are you doing then to make sure that you and your spouse are good, y'all are on the same page and y'all are continuing to grow? Um, and it's hard work, you know? And I think that's the part that a lot of people, people miss, right? Because if you look at the stats, it says that, you know, with millennials, um, we're bringing the divorce rate down. <laughs> That's because they ain't getting married. <laughs> yeah. Millennials, they, we're not getting married as much as in the past. And, um, you know, with with all of that, it's like the, marriage is a choice. And nobody's actually making you go and do it. So you got to make sure that it's the right choice for you at the right time in your life. And if it isn't, then just don't do it. Right. And if it is and you do decide to get into it, then don't just punk out like a little bitch and quit every time something gets hard because it is hard. It is. It's it's hard being with one person for the rest of your life, looking at that person, like having to deal with them, argue with them, fight with them. They're going to evolve. They're going to change. Like that's hard work. Like, like it, you, you was heavy on the hard. What you trying to say? You know, I'm saying it's, it's hard, man. Like you got to like some days you got to wake up. And, and talk to somebody, and he's like, yo, like me, introvert, right? Yeah. Some days I really want to talk, and other days I don't want to say a fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay to me. I saw, like, a tweet or something. It was like, imagine getting off after, like, the longest day of work ever and getting to your house I at 6 o'clock, and then you got to go in the house and talk to your I wife I seen and that. I didn't send it to you because I didn't want you to take it any type of way. But I seen that shit. And when I seen it, I was like, oh, my gosh, that is my life in a meme right there. I'm telling you, because you don't get it. Like, 
there there would be days, especially back like when I had to commute when we had when we lived in like Texas and I'm riding for like an hour and a half. What you didn't know was a lot of times for that hour and a half, there ain't no radio on, there ain't no podcast on. I'm literally riding in silence. Like, cause I appreciate the silence. Like some days I don't want to talk. And that like that can mean I don't want to talk to you or them kids, but I got to. So I, I, <laughs> I put on a good face. I can tell you don't feel like talking. Yeah, so I put on a good face because I know that I can't be married and I can't be a great dad and a great husband if I let my introvertness take over and consume my entire life. But that's that's but that's the part about being married. It's like mm-hmm. it ain't all about you and what you want right. to do. It's it's about the family, your wife, your spouse. What do they want? What what needs do they have? And how can I help meet those things? Um, so tonight we, 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 we on the same page about, you know, the whole giving up aspect of it. But, um, a question that I said I should have asked you before we got married was like, do you believe in divorce? I do under certain circumstances, okay, extreme circumstances. Should I say, um, I, um, drug abuse or like any type of addiction is, going to be a no-go for me. Not saying that I would, you know, immediately bolt at the first sign of it. You know, I would likely try to, you know, see you through rehab, God forbid, um, or anything like that. But if it's just, like, going to continue, if if it's something that you're relapsing and relapsing and relapsing, I'm I'm not going to be able to stick around five relapses later. I'm just, and especially to have the, to see the kid, have the kids witness that, I wouldn't be able to do it. So if I'm pookie, you out. (sighs) Bye. Okay, I got you. Um, domestic violence. I'm not going to be able to do that. And then um, yep. habitual cheating. Yep. Because somebody going to end up dead. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just best for me to Yo, go. Yo, man, I thought you was a Christian. <laughs> I am. And thou shalt not kill and all of that stuff. Yeah, thou shalt not cheat. <laughs> <laughs> so do one, I do the other. I got you. All right, keep going. I, so I think those are... Um, and I'll, I'll lump gambling in there with like the addiction thing, like because I know yeah, addictions that they're, they're a different ball game. And not saying that, you know making excuses, but it's not just something that people can get over. Yeah. So I would try to help, but I wouldn't be able to deal with multiple relapses just for my own sanity and then not just having the kids suffer through things because those things heavily affect the family. Yeah. So those I think those would be the three for me that they're just that I can think of off the top of my mind that are just absolute no-goes for me. Yeah. And I, I think with that, it's fine, right? Like, I don't I don't look at that as being somebody who who's going into being married and thinking about it's going to fail. Yeah. And I don't I don't look at those things as like, well, if you left because of those things and you're a quitter. Um, because there are, I, I, I 100% agree with you, there are going to be situations and circumstances that ultimately lead to divorce. Yeah. Now, on the flip side, to my millennial um, sisters and brothers out there, we still got to work through or try to work through some shit too, though. Yeah. Like, cause again, this journey is not easy. It's not for everybody. It's a choice you make. And now if you've exhausted all avenues to really get there, then great. Then, you know, you can say, you know what? I put everything I into tried. that. I tried and it just didn't work. And y'all can shake hands and go your separate ways and hopefully be cordial. And if there's kids involved, then hopefully be good co-parents. But I do think there are reasons, you know, where, where people have to leave. Like I couldn't be, I couldn't be up here as a father to a young girl. Um, and to say that, you know, she should stick around if somebody's beating her. Absolutely not. 
Like, well, one, she ain't going to have to because I'm going to murder that motherfucker myself. Um, but, you know. I we don't have to flag this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't, you know, I, I can't sit around and and and, and sit around and, and allow that to happen. Right. Or, or to give her the advice that you should stick around through something like that. Because mm-hmm. that's not what I want, you know, want her to be about. Right. Um, and addiction, too. Like, a, you can be addicted to a number of things. Yeah. And, you know, those are like. You can be addicted to sex. Like there are so many different things people can be addicted to and it's a journey and it's a struggle. And if you were addicted to something, I'm not going to bail because it's like, you know what? You know, Tina's addicted to drugs or Tina's addicted to gambling or whatever. So I don't want to be with you anymore because you're less of a human now. Nah. Again, it's something you, you try. Yeah, I try. Like going into it. Did I know you was going to be addicted? No. Did you know you was going to be addicted? No. But we figured it out together. That's what these things are. And then if we feel like it's just completely toxic and we can't work it out, that's different. then boom, let's move but on. But the, the I would try first. Yeah. You got to give it time, man. And I think that's the biggest thing I'm seeing. Like with all these people I name, the, they're all millennials with the exception of Tracy Morgan, but his wife is younger than him. So she might actually be a millennial too. They were married five years. Everybody else on that list was one to four years. I think was princess and Ray J. Um, but even with them two, They've both filed at certain points and then yeah, tried to reconcile and get divorced. So. And it's like, yo, like, come on, man. Like, did y'all did y'all really try to work this thing out? Like, cause now you got multiple kids in 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 the mix. Like, who's thinking about that? I think that, um, and again, this is just from the outside looking in. When you're a celebrity and or you have a certain status, not that I'm sure anybody can feel this way, but I think with being millennials, we have options. Yeah. With like everything, with yep. life, with relationships, with job opportunities, we just have options. So it's like knowing that you have options is easier to be like, F this, I'm out. Yeah, it's funny. I was literally just talking to mom about that yesterday and it was about um, the workforce. <sighs> and she was talking about millennials like, y'all just don't want to deal with nothing nowadays. Like the minute somebody get on y'all nerves, y'all like, I'm off to the next thing. And I'm like. Yeah, mom, like <laughs> we're not going to sit around Stay and for d- what? deal with the nonsense for what reason? Like we're going to move on and go do something else if we feel like it's better. And in jobs, which are not permanent situations, you're going to have multiple jobs in your career and your life. Cool. But with a marriage, it's more of a permanent kind of thing that you've got. It, it should be right. So we shouldn't treat it like a job. Yeah. And with celebrities and I don't even like celebrities. I think you're right. Like they have this this notion of, well, you know, I'm Cardi B or I'm Offset or I'm whoever, right? I could go get somebody else. I'm rich. I got millions of dollars. Like, the next person going to take me. But if you ain't fixing the issues, then the same thing is going to happen. Yeah. And then how many, how many times are you going to get married? Four, five, six, seven times? <laughs> I mean, there's people out here on their fifth and sixth marriage. Which no shade. Wow. Which is wild. Like, because yeah, I ain't doing that. That's it. This is This is it for me. God forbid if we don't work out for any reason. Single forever. We already talked about this. You ain't going nowhere. Oh. We in this, what Jada say? Life partner <laughs> for life. You're going to get on one side of the house, and I'm going to get on the other side of the Back. house, and we're going to work it out. We ain't, we, ain't, we ain't with all the other stuff everybody else is on. And it's like, you know, for the six years that we've been married, there have been times where it's been difficult. Um, yeah. You know, we've not agreed on certain things, or, you know, we, we had to work through stuff. That's just a but part that's just of it. how that's yeah that's the nature of the beast. It's no. If you go into a marriage expecting it to be easy, then oh my gosh, you are wildly delusional and severely misinformed. 
you're setting yourself because <laughs> it's just not. it's not easy and, and we post and you know of course especially if you follow me on like social me- social media and stuff it's a highlight reel i'm not just airing out our bad days right so it it can sometimes paint a perception that everything is just always easy breezy but it's not no let us be the first to tell you it is not it's not easy um one it's not easy with just being humans right yeah. and trying to evolve and 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 grow as humans individually but then also make sure your spouse is coming along then you got to pump into the mix that you have three children you know which is a whole nother beast um a part of the situation which kind of leads me to the next topic i wanted to hit on was like how much of a role do you think kids should play in these decisions when people decide to get divorced like should that even be a factor should you only think about like what you are feeling or do the kids matter before a decision like that is made so Outside of ex- like extreme circumstances, like abuse and things like that, I am team try for the kids, not team stay for the kids. Yeah. Kid, I believe that, you know, because our marriage, it's bigger than us now because we have the kids. So it's our whole family unit. Mm-hmm. So knowing, seeing your relationship with the kids and y'all's interaction, you know, it makes my heart want to explode every single day. I love the father in you. So knowing that if for some reason we didn't work out, that would have to change for them, like, is enough to almost bring me to tears because it would be heartbreaking for them. And, you know, as a parent, you never want to see your kids hurt or longing or missing somebody. You just Mm -hmm. don't. So if something were to happen where it would like put us on the rocks. I would absolutely try that much harder for the kids. However, everything has to have a limit because they, what they're learning about relationships and marriages and how love works and things like that, they're learning it from us. 100%. So I want the boys to learn how they should treat their wives. And I want Zoe to know how she should be treated as a wife through watching us. So it's only so much that I'm going to be able to allow us to go through. Yep. On a ne- from a negative perspective, because whether you know we want to admit it or not, they pick up on everything. Everything. Like the last, you know, big disagreement we had, we thought the kids were asleep, and Zoe was not, and sis got all the tea on every <laughs> bit of the argument, and then we didn't realize it until the next day, where I caught her giving Pooh like a recap, and it was <laughs> like, like sis, she was you're supposed to be asleep. asleep. How you know all of that? <laughs> so it's like, you know, they pick up on everything, whether they, they're recapping it to their brothers or they're just completely silent because Pooh is the type that he doesn't say much of anything, but he listens and watches everything. So it's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's so much that they pick up on. So I want to make sure that they're picking up on the positives and the happiness, not the, not the craziness. So it's only so much I would allow to us to be able to go through in front of them. Especially that was like one of the reasons why we had went our separate ways back when Pooh was a baby because we were arguing so much. Get it together. And he was getting he was entering like that toddlerhood stage where he was noticing everything and we didn't want to keep fighting like that in front of him. Mm -hmm. So, you know, same rules would apply if we just got to that point in our marriage where it was the differences we just couldn't reconcile. Yep. Yeah, no, I think that that all makes sense because I think, you know, even back like Pooh was a lot like me when it comes to, to that where he's like, he's very quiet, but he's observant. Um, and like to this day, there are conversations that I witnessed or was privy to or arguments my parents had, and they don't even know that I was listening or I know what was going on, right? Um, so you have to be, 
you have to be mindful of of that and i think you know that was that was an unlock for us like as um partners in a relationship is when we figured out how to coexist without all the fighting mm-hmm. and to make sure that if there was something that we were going to get into it about we don't do it in front of the children cuz i like i just think when i've seen like super toxic relationships where people is like just screaming at each other one person holding the kid another person got a kid hanging on to his ankle because they're freaked and they just fighting and it's like nah man like you know you gotta that's that's trauma for the children you know what i'm saying and i think when it comes to things like divorce like you have to consider the kids if there are kids involved because you don't know what it's going to do to them um like you could be putting them through a lifetime of trauma if you don't think about how it's going to impact them. And that's not saying, again, I agree with your points about if something like really, really bad is happening to you, then you got to get up out of there. Take your kids, get up out of there. If you got to leave for the kids. Yeah, if I was doing something crazy to her, she should hundred percent take these kids and get away from me until I'm fixed and ready to be around. If not all of them, at least the children. Yeah. Um, but in, in, in situations where it's, it's not that like figure out how to work it out. Think about the children, what the impact is going to be to them and how this is going to impact them and their life going forward, because it's going to be a lot to, yeah. to if you living with mommy and daddy every day. And then now you're not because it disrupts their entire normal. You know what I mean? Um, so it's, it's and it, I think it, it'll be damaging more so for Pooh than Luke, because it's literally been his normal his entire 10 years where Luke, you know, He's, he'll be a little bit more resilient and able to adapt to a change because he's just now about to turn two, so he won't remember so much. But then th- that, and I think that's why it, it's probably more damaging to like teenagers than it is like some of the younger kids, mm-hmm. just because you live, you've been living away for 10, 13, 15 years, and then boom, mommy and daddy are no longer together. You're like, their little minds are like, what the hell? Yeah, but I think it. That's that's a great point, but I think. It goes back to, again, like kids are so observant because if you think about like yesterday, whereas, um, you know, you were downstairs doing your hair in the morning Mm -hmm. and you was downstairs for like, you know, the first couple of hours doing that big ass head of yours. Um, And then Luke is up. All the kids are upstairs with me. Luke is coming around like I'm in the kitchen making him breakfast. And he's like, where's mama? Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's like, where's mama? I want to know where mama is. Let's go get mama. And I'm like. Mommy's here. She's just doing her hair. Like, all right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like, so him, he ain't even two yet. And he yeah. recognizing like where everybody else upstairs on my mom ass. I can only imagine like yeah. had you actually was thing. out of the house and it was an everyday thing. Like he's going to ask, where's daddy? Where's mama? Yeah. So um, kids, kids see and they, they acknowledge yeah. everything. So you just got to be careful about it. And like for those of you who are selfish and think about yourselves only, I don't know how you do it. Mm-hmm. I've never um, been that kind of person. But I couldn't make a decision to to end, you know, our marriage and not p- think about how that's going to impact everybody else. Right. You know what I mean? And then if you ultimately decide to end it, then that's on you. But like for try you try for the kids. Yeah. Don't not stay for the kids, but yeah. try for the kids. Like you selfish motherfuckers. I don't know how y'all do it, man, but whatever. Anyways, um so I think, you know, what ultimately what what it what I feel and I think you know, you, you say it too, but I just think people need to really give things a shot, man. It's it's tough out here. Like, quarantine is one thing that's already throwing a wrench into everything you got going on. Marriage is not easy. So 
at least give yourself a fair shot so that if it does end, you can leave out of it saying, you know what? I gave it my all. I, I gave it my all. Um, and it didn't work. And then if, if you, if you can honestly say that, then great, you're good. Yeah. But I if agree. you six months into this thing talking about, we need to get an annulment. I, we need to talk about your decision making then. Like, why are right, you married? You probably shouldn't have been married in the first nah, place. You shouldn't have been married in the first place. And, um, you know, I think for, for everybody who decides to, to take this journey with, with a person, just always understanding, like, there are going to be things you go through. Like, none of us are immune to that. We all going to go through something. I told her this a long time ago. Like, everybody's going to go through something. No matter how perfect you want things to be, something's going to happen. Yeah. What are you going to do when that thing happens? You going to fight or you going to flight? You going to leave? You going to flight. <laughs> with... Um, one thing that I always thought was interesting was, you know, I, I was a, a lady I knew years ago and um, she was married for at this time, like 30 plus years and, you know, had gone through it with her husband. Like everything imaginable that you could do to a person, he did. Um, and everybody would always tell her, like, Yo, you should leave. Like you should you should get up out of here. Like, why do you deal with that? And her response always was like, well, it's not for me to 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 give him his karma. Like God's going to take care of that. You know, he can just, he can keep doing whatever he's doing. Like, I'm not worried about it. And I always thought that was crazy. And, like, again, she put up with it for a long time. So if she would have left, I don't feel like that would have been quitting. Like, she tried. Yeah, divorcing somebody is not their karma. It's protecting your peace, your sanity, sometimes your life. Yeah. I No, I agree. So... I just think you got to, people got to be, you know, they got to get to that space. Um, and ultimately, like, we all want to be happy. If you make a decision to be with somebody, like, find happiness with them. Yeah. Um, but give yourself a fair shake, man. Like, all this quitting shit, you know, like, it's for the birds. Like, you shouldn't be quitting super early on in a relationship when, because you're growing apart. Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, you got to do some better act communicating and being intentional about taking the, your partner, you know, on the growth journey with you. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think we can talk about something else at this point. Cause I'm, I'm about tired of talking about the D word. Like it's just yeah. a bad word. We don't want any of that <laughs> juju, your mouth. um, in our lives, but, um, for sure. Um, Thank y'all for checking in. Yes. Um, let us know, you know, what are your thoughts on divorce? Do you believe in it? Um, is there a note? Like, are you one of those people that think it's absolutely no reason to get divorced? Um, do you think divorce is okay in extenuating cir circumstances? Like, let us know what you think down in the comments. Um, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe so that you can get all of the notifications whenever we drop a new episode. And as always, thank you guys for tuning in. Yeah, appreciate y'all checking in. It's Life Partner Gang here. We gang, are gang. that gang gang. <laughs> uh, peace, y'all.